All right, welcome to the Soapbox with Brushing. My name is Ashlyn. Um, I'm one of the co-editors-in-chief. Um, yeah, if we want to introduce ourselves. <laughs> yes, hi, I'm Lily. I'm the assistant designer for Brushing, and I'm super excited that we have a podcast now, and I'm excited to share a lot about brushing with you guys and brainstorm ideas. So, yeah, out to Jeannie. Hi, I'm the other co-editor of Brushing. Um, this is my first time ever being on a podcast, so I'm really excited to try something new. And um, a little bit about me, I'm studying to become a concept artist, and I think Brushing is a great opportunity for me to exercise my illustration skills in a real-world work environment. And I think Brushing is really cool. You should definitely submit and watch the rest of our podcast. <laughs> Hi, I'm Natalia. I just joined Brushing, and I'm so excited. I work with the social media, but yeah, I'm from the Dominican Republic, and I'm so excited about this. Yeah, so let's talk a little bit about um, what the soapbox, me soapbox means to us. Um, last semester, um, I joined Brushing for the first time as in Natalia's role um, as social media and production assistant, and... Um, I was talking with David over at WPRK, trying to figure out ways that we could work together um, and collaborate on projects. And an idea of a brushing podcast came kind of like was circling around. Um, and we wanted to bring the work that brushing does to a different format and something that we could do throughout the year without needing like the the actual publication process mm -hmm. just because we only publish once a year so the soapbox uh the name of it um kind of comes from um the like term like i'm gonna get up on my soapbox when you kind of like talking about something that you love doing um so this the premise of the podcast is that we're going to invite some of our amazing st uh, staff and contributors onto the podcast to talk about their work and their inspiration behind their like writing and artistic processes and kind of allowing them the space to demonstrate just like who they are and like what they what their creative side is um to a different audience yeah. um but yeah we're so excited to be here yes absolutely yes. yeah i love i love the idea of the soapbox because i'd never heard that term before Ashton brought it up, and I was like, oh, my God, that's so clever. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm excited to have some contributors on here because, like, getting to see, like, the people that I, I read their submissions so much, like, last year's edition, I was reading the pieces over and over again because, you know, I was illustrating for them and, and copy editing and doing all this stuff for it. So I, I read them multiple times, and I was like, oh, I wonder what this person looks like, or I wonder what their personality is. And it's really cool to put faces to, like, their writing and be like, wow, you're so talented like be able to tell them that in person so and also just hear their process like it's just really cool to hear the process of you know an artist's mind so yeah Very exciting yeah. i agree um i am in a creative writing class right now and there is there are a couple of brushing contributors um in the class and it's always just been such a pleasure pleasure to read the submissions that they that they submit to class and just realizing that like Brushing is so lucky to have this sort of talent in our contributor ranks. Um, and I can't wait to have some of them on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. We're so excited. Um, we're probably going to start off with, with um, Evelyn May Nielsen, who contributed last year and now is a part of a band. Um, and she uses her song or her uh, creative writing skills to 
write songs, which mm-hmm. we're kind of going to delve into. But yeah, um, I guess we can start talking a little bit more just about brushing, like what we're doing right now, um, and kind of like what we're looking forward to do for the rest of the semester and the the next school year too. We're working on our social media and trying to just get more outreach to the community. And a big part of what I'm doing and what Natalia is going to be doing is really working on the social media presence because, to be honest, not a lot of people even know that brushing exists here at Rollins. We're kind of a more underground thing, but we want to be big on campus and we want people to know that they can submit and it's a really cool thing to get published. So that's what we're working on right now. Um, and the co-editors, obviously, we're doing co-editor things, um, sending lots of emails. They're amazing. We love them. But yeah, <laughs> something new we've been trying out this semester is tabling. And um, our last tabling event was last week on Thursday. And it went incredibly well. We sold so many copies. A success, honestly. Mm-hmm. It, was. it was great. It was great. And a lot of people showed interest in the pod, or sorry, brushing in general, but also mm-hmm. in the podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just such a good experience seeing all these people who had like either heard of brushing and passing or never at all and being mm-hmm. so excited about it. And um, we're definitely planning to do more tabling events in the future because we reached so many people who would might have never heard about brushing if we didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had an alumni um, from years ago who submitted, and she came up and she's like, I submitted a brushing, I don't even know what it was, 20, 30 years ago, and she wants to submit again. And that was just so cool to see that. Like, it's just so cool. It's so meaningful for us to know that we're working on something that's been around for so long and that so many people have contributed to and it holds a special place in so many people's heart. And the fact that we get to keep continuing that legacy, that's really cool. So that was just a cool moment for us. Definitely. Yeah. I a few weeks that. ago, we had um, a kind of like a small interest meeting with some people that were either interested in working with us um, or submitting to journal um and i ended up staying a little while after with lily and a few other people that were interested in um learning more about brushing and we were going through old copies of brushing from like the 90s and the 80s um which is so so fun because brushing had this we're on our uh 53rd 52nd 52nd year now um and which like outdates all of us <laughs> um, <For real. laughs> and it's just such a cool thing to be a part of because mm-hmm. there is like a longevity to the things that we do um and we had some students that were interested in getting involved that were like oh my parents submitted when they were here at Rollins mm-hmm. and like like you said when we were at the tabling event there was a few people that were like submitted like years ago mm-hmm. which is just so cool to it see really that cool. like it kind of stays in people's like like peripheral and like they think about brushing um beyond like their time here at Rollins or if they were a prior submitter um which is really awesome yeah. um and like Lily said like brushing kind of is like a little bit of a behind the scenes project like mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff that we do we're kind of like meeting over like teams and like doing like like stuff on our computers because it's like a lot of it's digital um and we don't always have like this like outward like facing presence um to the Rollins community which is kind of like where this podcast is like really important for us because Mm -hmm. we want to reach other people that maybe we haven't been able to come into contact with before um whether that's students or staff or faculty or just like the wprk community because we want to kind of build like this kind of like um student media unity on campus too um but it's just exciting for us because we can kind of take like the amazing work that our um contributors and that our team does to a different medium 
um, which is this podcast, mm -hmm. which is super cool. So yeah. this is kind of like like one of our like more exciting projects Absolutely. of the current. Absolutely. It's oh, so yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah, it's just exciting to be working with all these different things because as, as the designer, like I work with Photoshop, Illustrator, InDesign, Canva. I work on the social media. There's just a lot of different mediums that I'm using and it's just so cool to like be able to try out all these things because I'm just such like a crafty, projecty person. Like I love it. <laughs> so <laughs> it's just so fun. I'm like, oh yes, throw things at me. I will absolutely do it. Um, but yeah, this podcast, I think the podcast is a great way to kind of outreach the community. And again, like I said, that's, that's kind of the whole purpose of this is we want more people to be, to know about brushing and involved with brushing, you know, just, just kind of be more aware that it exists and it's really yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I guess we can talk about our production process a little bit. I can't even tell you how just fulfilled and happy and just overjoyed I felt when I sent brushing to the printers last year like I literally uh, remember the day I was done with it and it would just felt so good like it's it's really I cool bet. to be part of something which is a small team because you have so much input on it mm. and when it's finally finished you're like I did that it's such a cool feeling like I'm yeah. just so excited for you guys to feel that feeling because last year we all felt it and we were just like oh wow we did that like look at us <laughs> but and, and we can't do it without the contributors though and, and mm -hmm. I just it makes me so happy to see people having their works be published because just I couldn't make it to the release party because I got COVID unfortunately but no. <laughs> seeing the pictures of people I was like oh just like them holding up with their pieces and I just it makes me so happy like that's mm -hmm. why I, I work for brushing because it, it just it gives people an outlet to publish their work and and show it to the world and absolutely know, create all these show people their emotions and it's really meaningful like writing and art just so cool I just love it so much so mm -hmm. yeah on a similar note can you tell us more about the you know the actual pr production process and how like the printing process works yeah what the steps you take like, leading up to that yeah absolutely so last year um first semester last year so about this time last year I went with Sarah and Julie our two editors last year I miss you guys <laughs> <You're listening. laughs> um we went to the printer so we I don't think we use the same printer every year, but we might use the same one this year. One of the coolest parts about last year was getting to literally just touch paper for like a full hour. <laughs> <laughs> like people don't think about it, but a lot goes into the production. Like a lot of thought goes into every single detail, including the texture of the paper, the color of the paper, the size of the journal, like little things like that mean a lot to us. And we had multiple meetings where we went to the printer and literally just felt paper and felt <laughs> looked at colors and looked at like looked through books and looked at all these examples and he showed us a tour of the factory and that was a really cool part um that I don't think a lot of people know about publication it's like you get to every little detail especially when it's such a small team you have a big impact on how the final journal comes out so mm. that was a really really cool moment for me I was like wow I get to go here and just touch paper <laughs> this is crazy I love this <laughs> yeah I'm looking yeah. forward I wasn't part of the team at this point last mm -hmm. year so I'm really excited like I'm looking forward to like touching paper okay. it's like <laughs> it's like you know like the meme where it's like uh I have this like three shades of blue nail polish uh -huh. and they're like all about the, like kind of similar but just a little bit different yep. but they're like drastically different yeah. at the same time mm -hmm. no, it's like so real. how do you know, like like yeah. there's so many different kinds of paper like uh -huh. just on like the basis I of things i never thought there would be so many kinds of paper before i saw those books i mean they're huge yeah. like there's like a million different kinds of paper i'm like whoa <laughs> your mind will be blown <laughs> yeah I, I mean when i think of it i mean i've never like touched paper with the intention of like distinguishing types of paper but when i think about it there's like 
you know, the type of thin paper and Bibles mm-hmm. or like those tiny compressed copies of Lord mm-hmm. of the Rings, like, mm-hmm. um, or just like the regular paper you see in everyday novels or the paper that's different between like hardcover copies and paperback. Mm-hmm. And of course, the thick, thicker type of paper that goes in like, you know, paper published journals or you know the glossy paper in magazines like there's just so many options there are and it really impacts the final product like I still love the paper that we chose for our last edition and when I pick up the last edition I'm like oh yeah I love this paper like it really does have an impact and we spent a lot of time deciding on the paper like too much time it's kind of funny how long we spent deciding on paper but it, it does have an impact and you wouldn't think so like if you're just picking up something you're like oh I kind of like this paper but like really like it's a little decision but it changes a lot and I feel like that's a lot of the things that I personally do with brushing is like oh the font choice like the layout like should this be to the left or to the right little things like that can really impact it it can impact how it feels it can impact how it looks how you read it like all the things so very very cool a lot of little decisions go into making it what it is yeah it was interesting too when we were looking um with some students over like the archive like versions of brushing like dating back to like the 70s because like they're all different sizes Mm -hmm. and like some of them like were like black and white and other ones were like monochromatic and like it was just really interesting to see like how like each year that there's like a different take on like what brushing is supposed to look like Mm -hmm. I think when I came to Rollins um I had a perception of brushing especially since I think it was the first year I was here that it was like the 50th edition so it was like really like this like beautiful like dark blue and gold like regal almost Mm -hmm. looking like book that they like produce and Mm -hmm. like I was like okay this is what brushing is and then like I kind of joined it and I was like oh it's not necessarily that but it is that you know so like it's just interesting because um as much as brushing like has a definitive like identity I think Mm -hmm. we also are able to kind of like mold that Mm -hmm. um depending on like the things that we get from our contributors and um kind of just like our artistic process behind it Last year, uh, Lily did a really cool thing with the journal. Um, I don't know if you want to talk about it, but, like, there was, like, maybe people don't really, like, just reading it, you might not be able to, like, know until, right. like, you really look at right. it in the, under that, that lens. But just the way that you even, like, organized, mm-hmm. like, the pieces that went into it yeah. definitely came, like, were, like, a thematic, like, yeah. a thematic process. No, absolutely. That, that was really something that took a lot of thought um, because... It's difficult because we don't get the submissions until December. However, I'm working on like designing and coming up with ideas during the whole fall semester. So it's like I kind of have to cater my ideas towards those submissions, but that's also really cool and it's a really cool thing to go with. So last year what I did is after we read through all the submissions, I I think I read through them multiple times, um, but I ordered the pieces in a way that felt... It, it felt meaningful when you read through it. It felt like you were going on this journey. And it kind of got a big theme of our issue last year was kind of that darkness into light or like the metamorphosis. Like we had symbolism of butterflies a lot um, and like how they, you know, evolve and they grow into a butterfly from a caterpillar. I kind of ordered the pieces in a way that took you on this journey of like, oh my goodness, it's starting out a little bit dark. There's some darker pieces. There's some more heavy stuff, but then it, it turns into this really light and bright experience. I think the last piece I don't remember exactly but I remember it's just very fun and playful and light and it it just gets more playful and light as it goes on which I think is a really cool thing for the reader as they go through the book they get that experience which is really cool so 
Yeah, absolutely. I'm really excited. I think yeah. that like what's what's so cool too is that like we've gotten a few questions from people that are interested in submitting and they're like, is there like a theme that you guys are like looking mm -hmm. for when like it's like I'm looking through like my archive of like works and like artwork that I might want to like potentially submit to brushing. Mm -hmm. And we kind of talked about this a little bit, like maybe like making our submissions like kind of like revolving around a certain theme but then we were like talking about that the fact that we kind of want to allow like the submissions to shape what the yeah. out the like end project Absolutely. is so mm -hmm. like whatever we end up um accepting um is really going to be like what the end product will look like yeah. um we definitely have a little bit of creative direction or Absolutely. quite a bit of creative direction yeah. but I think what's so cool about it is that, like I have no idea what yeah, this is gonna look exactly. like. Uh, I know so. it's gonna be awesome, but like <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm fully planning on not doing any of the final designs, like not even making the cover until I read the pieces, because I want those pieces to influence the design. And I do have a little bit of a direction, like I'm not completely lost on it. I know the the direction I want to go in. However, the pieces are greatly gonna influence what that turns out to be. So very exciting. I. And it, and it also, like, kind of shows how brushing really is our contributors. Like, yes, the team has a really big impact on it, but the contributors have just as big, if not more, of an impact, um, which is just really cool. Like, brushing is just a showcase of how talented the Rollins community is. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, Lily, I have um, a couple questions about, you know, your design process and yeah. the process that you take when you um, create the covers mm -hmm. or the layouts for the, the pages on in the book. Mm-hmm. Um, so what programs do you use to to create these layouts and yeah. um, what's like your general process? Yeah, so for the cover, I used Photoshop. Um, I use Illustrator as well, but mainly for, well, the cover was a collage. Collaging, Photoshop is definitely best for that. Um, just has a lot of tools that make collaging really easy. But the cover was actually, it's an interesting story because when I made the cover, it wasn't going to be the cover. <laughs> like, really? That, no, seriously. I made the cover as like a practice design. <gasps> like over winter break, I was just collaging every day. Like I was just like, I'm just going to do collages every day to practice, you know? And then I made that design and I showed it to Greg. And Greg was like, oh my gosh, Lily, this is it. I'm like, really you like that and I, I did like it but I didn't you know and then I showed it to the team and they were like this is the one and I was like wow so I, I wasn't even intending for that to be the one but looking back I do I, I love it I think it's it's so thing. good thank I you I love it honestly um but yeah I mean I, I just I love to just practice and I think that practicing is the way that I get better and you know, it, it, it's kind of a lot, of a lot of pressure to, like, think about, like, oh, this one piece is going to be the final one. So I more so like to just make a bunch and then see which one sticks, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, but I use Illustrator, uh, Photoshop for the actual pr design of the book. I use InDesign um, because that's best for publications. But those are the main things that I use. So, yeah. That's so cool. Thank yeah. you so much for sharing. Absolutely. As, like, an illustrator myself, it's always really interesting to yes. hear other people's processes. Yeah. Um, I've never collaged before, really? so, um, like, I've worked in tons of different mediums, like mm -hmm. watercolor, digital, mm -hmm. acrylic, whatever, but collage is one thing I've never done, wow. so I think it's really cool, like, to yeah. hear about how you do that. That's so interesting, because I'm kind of the opposite, like, collaging mm -hmm. and more, like, I, I guess, like, abstract kind of things is my forte. Like, that's what I'm good yeah. at, and you're good at, like, detailed beautiful like illustration <laughs> yeah. I cannot like I am I'm trying to work on getting better but my strength is in like collaging and abstract art mm -hmm. and that kind of thing so it's really cool to have two people on the team who have like 
opposite kind of yeah i love how we like compliment yeah exactly and and i'm sure you're gonna help a lot with the um like actual illustrations in the book i'm so excited to collaborate with you i know same like so excited awesome like it's gonna be fantastic Mm -hmm. so yeah so on a similar note natalia what do you think is like your general strength when it comes to i know you have some experience with uh social media for your high school yeah uh what do you think you mostly did for that um that account and you know since we have all these strengths for the creative process you know i'm excited to hear about yours so uh last year my school was asking for a student to run the social media because they were kind of struggling they wanted to you know also like make the school like be noticed and you know upload and you know just social media stuff and i like applied for it and they interviewed me and they thought I was a great fit Mm -hmm. and I think I did a a great job with the Instagram honestly like I I helped them a lot because they did were struggling a lot with the you know Mm -hmm. uh bringing people and when I was like uh, researching like staff like availability like around Rollins Mm -hmm. I came across like brushing obviously and I did a little bit of research I'm a freshman so Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be honest I had no idea what brushing is so Mm -hmm. I'm really excited to like work on the social media and you know let other freshmen know and you know hopefully like make an impact and make the social media like you know improve and be let brushing be known because it should be known honestly it it is when i did like when you guys told me about it i was like this is so creative and this is so cool like you get to see like the creative side of people and you Mm -hmm. know you submit like like it's it's awesome like i when my friends came to the table read the the like a week ago they you know they got informed and now a bunch of friends are like uploading and they're telling me they're like yes. looking forward to submit so i'm so happy and yeah i'm so looking forward to like yes. you know we're make so brushing. excited yeah we're so excited yeah. to have you here like Thank it's you. just great to have all these different people with all these different talents and we just yeah I feel like this team really complements each other well like we yes. all have our different strengths and it's just it's really cool so yeah, yeah. i think it's especially cool because we kind of all like have our like individual like like friend groups and like we Mm -hmm. do our own kind of thing but we're all kind of together at the same time so Mm -hmm. like we're all bringing different strengths to the table and like like same thing like I'm encouraging my friends to submit and like reaching out different corners of campus which is really cool because like I feel like a lot of the time we kind of like get similar like a similar pool of people kind of like interested in it and like while that's awesome and I love those people I also want to make sure that like there there's like like an awareness about like what we do um so if there is somebody that doesn't know that we exist but like is wanting to get published or is has like this like great portfolio of work and they just kind of like sit and collecting dust and they like don't know what to do with it like i want us to be like like give the opportunity to those people to like kind of like get their foot in the door because getting published can be really difficult absolutely yeah Yeah. um i kind of talk about it a little bit with like our professors a bit but like they they often are like trying to get published themselves with like their Mm -hmm. like um their research and Mm -hmm. stuff and even them it's like as much as smart as they are and like how like like all the credibility that they have it's really difficult so Mm, it's really cool to see that like we kind of are able to allow um, students especially um, but also staff and faculty um, the ability to potentially get published um, even if for kind of a small scale project it's mm-hmm. it's really impactful and it's awesome to see like 
the contributors like holding up their copies at yes. the end of the year oh, and like it's so happy yeah it's like really i'm really excited for it i'm really yeah. excited for people to like see what it ends up being like Absolutely. Um, i'm excited for myself to see what it ends yeah, up being like. like all of us <laughs> i wanted to ask um genie because you got published last year i think right. two of your pieces two of your illustration pieces got published what was that like for you to like see it um like physically in a book it was really surreal. So mm-hmm. I've had some of my work published in high school publications mm-hmm. before. Um, there was a section in like the yearbook <laughs> where um, they had to submit the art, art and they would pick people's um, artwork that they liked the best and felt like they fit in with the yearbook theme. Mm-hmm. So I've seen my stuff published in like in, in you know on a physical copy before, but that time it didn't feel as real, I guess, because it was like, oh, it's a yearbook, you know, right. <laughs> this is like expected right. because yeah. it's a yearbook, <laughs> but seeing it in a real life magazine, like with, you know, all these people who worked on it and seeing everyone else's submissions yeah. and just being, feeling so humbled that I saw like, you know, these paintings that I worked on in. Yeah. in and they're beautiful too. Thank you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Of course. One of them was, um, I have a friend who was, he, his life history is pretty colorful. He mm-hmm. was born in Canada, then he moved to Shanghai and attended an international school and then wow went to uni in the US and then wow. now is working at Google and like oh he's God. he's got a really <laughs> colorful yeah life history and um he sent me all these pictures of like these beautiful forest like in um right. landscapes in the mountains yeah. and I just felt like I needed to paint it and yeah, um, I know exactly which piece you're talking about yeah I love it I still that was one of my favorite pieces in the journal I'm not gonna lie because <laughs> I'm you. such like a colorful person and just the way you use those colors I was like oh chef's kiss like it's, it's just so good so i i'm really excited that you're on this side now and you can mm-hmm. see like because because last semester like going through the pieces like we were looking we look at your pieces and we're like oh my gosh this is so cool but now you're going to be on the other side of that and you're yeah. going to be actually looking at the pieces now and helping us you know decide and we all decide as a team plus our readers and copy editors have a big impact too mm-hmm. um but i'm just excited you're on the other side but now you get to be you know, both sides, which is yeah. really, really cool. It's a cool opportunity. I think it's amazing. I'm so grateful that I have this opportunity. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I, I kind of had a similar experience when I was in high school. I, as a sophomore, I ended up joining the newspaper at my school. Um, and it was like a course as long as well as it was like the actual newspaper. And I don't know, like, I didn't really know if I was like super interested when I first joined it, but I started writing for them and like, having the ability to reach my like peers through my writing was like so powerful to me especially um a lot of my writing when I was in high school kind of centered around like activism and just like and for like encouraging change on my campus Mm -hmm. one of the biggest things that happened when I was a um a part of the newspaper was that um our school mascot went under a change from being the Indian um to uh the Red Hawks which was really like Mm -hmm. an impactful thing for me especially because I reported on it yeah um Mm -hmm. and it was like the first instance where I was like wow like like my words have like an impact on like the community and people are reading my like what I'm writing and my thoughts and like Mm -hmm. I like once I like I kind of got that experience like I never wanted to like go like I, I, this is like all mm-hmm. I wanted to do I um that. yeah and I like I don't know it was just like coming to Rollins um I wrote for the Sandsburg for a little bit um and now I'm here and I couldn't be happier because this is something like I'm truly interested in mm-hmm. as far as like my career goes um and it's really awesome to like 
be a part of this team because I am able to like garner like practical skills while also like having fun and like doing something that's like really creative because between like my classes and just like my everyday life it's really hard to find time to like do like creative projects um, which Mm -hmm. which kind of like stinks at like to a certain degree but like it's just like you know my primary focus right now is like you know getting my homework done um Mm -hmm. but by being a part of brushing um especially as like an employee like I get to be paid to do something that like I truly love and that like stimulates me like in an artistic way yeah Yeah. which I feel like we all kind of have like a bit of like a connection to it like that which I think is really cool Mm -hmm. and I'm really excited for it to see where like we all kind of end up in a couple years too because like we're working on building up these skills mm-hmm. and all these things like I'm assuming we're in some kind of way we're going to be utilizing in our future Absolutely. which yeah. is really cool to like yeah. think that like there's longevity with brushing but there's also longevity within our team yes. that like mm-hmm. once we leave Rollins um that like our work is like the, all the the time and effort and like training and skills that we've acquired throughout the, like the time that we've been here are going to be things that we're going to continue to revisit for like yeah. the rest of our lives. Yeah. 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 Brushing to me has been so impactful because it has made me realize what I want to do after college. And I'm graduating in three years, which is kind of crazy. Um, it's, it's very stressful, but I'm doing it because I know what I want to do and because I want to get out there and I want to do design. And I'm also a photographer. And I think photography is what launched me into this. Like, I absolutely love just capturing art and just like making art that feels that makes you feel something you know and that's what I like to do with my photography is like images that really make you feel something and for me design is that same way I love making designs or collages or you know mock-ups of things or any kind of art that makes you just feel something and that's really what brushing is too like the the pieces that you read are so impactful and I just, I love everything about it, and I know that this is what I want to do, so brushing has been so great for me, because, like, I know what I want to do, like, I'm fully confident that this is what I want to do, and it's kind of, like, showed me that I can do this, because as a kid, I always wanted to be an artist, you know, Mm -hmm. I was, like, always artistic, always making projects and doing things, and my parents were always, like, oh, she's gonna grow up and be an artist, but I never had that confidence, too, I'm, like, I can never make it, Mm -hmm. this has shown me that I can make it, and I'm really excited to keep going with it, so, Mm -hmm. very cool. That's amazing. (laughs) Thank you. I think, like, for me, brushing is a little bit different from what I want to do. Um, Mm -hmm. I like to think about concept art as something, like, engineering, but without the the unfun math parts. (laughs) I get to, you know, design, um, I get to design, you know, spaceships and, like, sci-fi things or, you know, how a fantasy weapon might work, the ins and outs of, you know, a random door that opens and closes (laughs) or, you know, just, like, stuff like that. And I think it's really cool. And brushing sort of converges from that path, or I don't, I don't know if that's the right word, but <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite, you know, aligned in mm-hmm. the same way. But at the same time, I feel like it's given me a really valuable perspective on art that I never had before. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I used to, I took a lot of art classes and I, I always focused on like my technical abilities and how to really like push myself when it comes to like the limits of what I can illustrate and what I can bring to life on a page Mm -hmm. and rushing it's been like the first time I've sort of stopped and thinked or thought um, (laughs) (laughs) the first time I sort of stopped and thought like how can I really inject meaning into like the things that I want to make and we haven't started like designing for any of the submissions yet Mm -hmm. but 
um, I've seen some of the submissions from my friends that I convinced to um, right. submit and like I just think about like how that would look on a page or what yes. sort of like accompanying illustration I might make for that and yes it's just it's so different for me um focusing more on the meaning mm-hmm. than you know the technical aspects of like oh does this head look correct are the proportions <laughs> right like and I think like just that new perspective that brushing has given me has means so much to me right and I love that yeah That's awesome I'm so glad you got that from it yeah <laughs> So I guess we'll just close this out. Um, we had so much fun um, recording this. This is our first time in the podcast mm-hmm. booth. Uh, this was The Soapbox. And stay tuned for our next episode with Evelyn May Nielsen. And now Ooh, we get listening. off the soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now it's time to get off the soapbox. <laughs>